Greetings. Welcome to episode five. What have I learned this week in podcasting? Basements are horrible studios when the entire family is dancing in the kitchen. My wife has no interest in this show, but she loves that I'm doing it anyway. Hypothetical questions can spiral out of control into a 20-minute rabbit trail topic. And Danny DeVito is the best. Today is a solo test. Prepare for absolute devotion to me. This may be my only time writing solo because it's really weird when I laugh at my own jokes. Since I have no one to introduce, I'll just welcome you to episode 5 of The Bad Mom Show. without them. Chances are the world would have a lot more buffalo wild wings and a lot less Paneras, but if procreation were taken out of the equation, the world would probably be the same, just less pretty. First of all, I love women. All women. All shapes and sizes. All ages and colors. I commend the women who are constantly knocked down, get back up, dust themselves off, and they keep on riding. I respect the women who have had a shit hand of cards dealt to them, but they still play on and prevail to the end. Women are meant to be challenged. Women are the toughest beings on this planet. Well, aside from fungus that has survived about five mass extinctions, and soon to be a sixth, which we will not go into, Women tend to run themselves ragged to keep up with the status quo, while the men apparently set the status quo. Is this the case? I recently read a highly amusing article called Spare Me from the Whining Women Who Are Giving Feminism a Bad Name by Julie Burchill. She goes on about the drama of some reality show and how women blame men for their physical insecurities and their high-maintenance behaviors to attract them, stating that they resent men for their childish antics and being self-indulgent and also self-sufficient in their own needs. Julia's right. The constant moaning of women blaming everyone and everything except for themselves for their own life situations is fucking exhausting. If a woman used her own breath to make positive changes for herself, rather than exhaling all of her woes and why me's, there would be a lot less bitching and a lot more female revolution. No matter what the role in our society is, we're expected to be on point at every moment of the day. I get it, ladies. It's ridiculous. To the PTA moms who work full-time and attend every school activity, I applaud you because I couldn't do it. After my workday is done, sometimes I don't even want to deal with my own kids, let alone other people's. I don't give a shit if Timmy wins the spelling bee this month. I don't know him, and quite frankly, his parents give me weird looks in the parking lot. In this day and age, 
It is an absolute nightmare raising children. Their constant need to have a face full of screen is like fighting a junkie away from a needle at bedtime on a school night. Bless the hearts of those domestic engineers who work around the clock with zero pay, zero vacation, and still ensure the worker bees come home to a clean house, successful children, and food on the table. Personally, I prefer to keep my daily pace at a steady, consistent amount of chaos. I work typically about 50 hours a week. I'm continuing education, which is another eight hours or so, driving kids around between my obligations and running miscellaneous errands at all hours. I'm also the chef de cuisine of the house, otherwise I'd end up eating meatballs and tuna salad. I'm also the dog whisperer and the wife tickler, but they don't really count because I enjoy those tasks. As I progress through my adult years, I'm learning how to be the strong, empowered woman. I've recognized that I had a habit of chronic complaining, but I've been working diligently to suppress it. Because let's be real, no one likes to hear about your problems. No one wakes up in the morning and says, I wonder what they're struggling with today. Once you open that door of chronic complaining, every task, every mishap becomes a rush of addictive bitching. It becomes an unhealthy habit of whining that spirals out of control into a constant web of miserable gossip rather than a time for self-reflection to determine if these problems are even worth sharing. I've learned to make peace with those silent moments rather than fill them with empty words and meaningless problems. No one cares what so-and-so is doing because their grass is greener on their side of the fence. No one cares if the store was out of your favorite salad mix. No one cares what your ex-husband did this week unless it involves attorneys or the police. I'm so tired of the typical female complaints. No, I'm not talking about periods. I'm not talking about cramps. By all means, bitch about your uterine lining that is slowly being shed like a black crimson tar from your pelvic region. It's horrifying that it happens to us every month. Bitch about the fact that most of the products to control this monthly blood monsoon are either super expensive for the safe options, or they're full of toxic chemicals to those people who are living life on a budget. When you have to choose between a Chipotle burrito bowl or non-toxic feminine products, give it a big old bitch fest because that shit ain't right. I know that when I'm bleeding out, all I want to do is binge on chips and guac. Women, stop complaining about men. Most men suck, we get it. But most men don't realize they suck because their behaviors are not malicious. They're just man-ishes. They're men. Most of the men don't realize they're obsessed with sports and that it's affecting their quality time with you. Most men don't realize their body hair is left in every part of the bathroom. Most men don't even realize the decibel of their own voice. But do we have to complain about boys being boys? Sure, it's okay for you to leave toilet paper pills all over the seat because you wipe your ass raw after every excretion, but it's okay to bitch about a dribble of pee that they left behind. It's a crime that they've left a few man hairs in the sink, but your shower drain looks like a fucking Wookiee has taken up residence. Don't even get me started on the hair art you guys try to leave in the shower like it's some sort of Jackson Pollock on the walls. Inside every man is a goofy little boy, 
and inside every woman is a disgusting little girl. Get over it. Your relationship with men relies on your behavior toward them. You can only be seen as an equal when you act like an equal. When a man puffs out his chest, you pop them titties out like King Kong and show him what's up. Not literally, because HR will probably get involved. But hopefully you know what I mean. It doesn't make you a bitch for calling a man's bluff. Even though they know women are capable of anything, men don't always need that reminder. The puff of his pecs and the stomping of his masculine feet means that he knows you're his equal. It's about getting him to respect it. Teach him that it's okay for him to see you as an equal. If he can't see it, fuck him. Let him fire you, let him ban you from the property, let him do whatever that will make him feel like he has shown his dominance. That's his behavior, and ultimately his decisions will bless him with the karma of managing a subway for the rest of his life. No, not the transit. <laughs> the sandwich store. Yeah, right down the street from the sad one-bedroom apartment he lives in by the shopping mall. There are two ways you can approach this life, ladies. You can be the survivor or you can be the martyr. A lot of people think that they're in the survivor category because they want to be, but they can't give up chronic complaining. A survivor doesn't use their past as a pedestal. A true survivor doesn't wear their scars on their sleeve waiting for any eager listener to ask them for their tragic tale. Abuse, tragedy, and misfortune are not the survivor's fault, but it's their responsibility to heal from it. It is their responsibility to get back on the right path to continue living their life. The survivor chooses the path back to life, not the path of complaining to anyone who will listen. Ladies, your story is valid. Your story has worth, but your story is yours. Your story is what makes you push forward. Your story is not what defines you, and it is not your daily anthem. Lead your path with your strength and your knowledge, not the backstory of what made you strong. Your knowledge is valid, but the world doesn't care how you learned your lesson. The world cares what you're capable of doing with the knowledge you've attained. A word of advice, be strong or be silent. Some of us women want peace and quiet to focus on our own futures, not your past and present. I guess you could say that I'm really ripping my gender a new asshole today, but well, it's time and that's me. We shouldn't have to internalize our stress to live a more positive, productive life, but we can't always be the martyr's sounding board. We all have our own shit we're working on. We don't need passive bragging about pointless things. We don't need a false climax to draw us into another mediocre story because someone wants attention. Stop trying to get affirmation from others when you're not satisfied with your own affirmation. The moment I stopped living to impress others and rely on other people for my confidence was the first day I truly was able to live for myself and my own happiness. Well, I finally got some constructive feedback from a listener who wanted to hear more stories about the kids. So I've decided to start a segment called Bad Mom News Report. Basically, I'll give you the rundown of every time these kids left my head shaking this week. You can laugh whether you relate or not, because this might just be a moment of humor that you need, or it might be a moment of peace to know that we're all struggling as parents. At what point have you truly failed as a parent? Is it when you notice your son has two hickeys on his neck? 
Dear God, I'm afraid to look under the collar because it looks like someone took an industrial shop vac to his jugular. How about a detailed explanation on why two condoms at the same time are less effective? I never thought I'd have to explain friction to anyone. How about when the teacher sends you an email that your kid packed a bag full of diabetes for lunch and was caught chugging a two-liter bottle of soda at the lunch table? How about losing an argument of why it's the wrong bowl when you see your kid using a trainer for microwave popcorn. There were fucking crumbs everywhere. Along with the popcorn, how about trying to get your kid to watch a movie with you by hinting that there's boobs in it, yet he still dissed you anyway. I thought sex sells, guys. Not even for family quality time. Oh well, his loss. Wolf of Wall Street is full of bootity. Hey, at the end of the day, if your kid made it to and from school, brought the empty trash cans up from the curb, and emptied the dishwasher out without moaning, you're doing just fine. Okay, here's my last rant for the day. I started reading about something called manspreading, which, not to keep bragging on you ladies, but come on. I see that men are spreading their legs like a fucking wings of an eagle trying to assert their dominance and take up their manly space. This is, I don't know. I feel like people are just, oh, I'm sorry, men. You guys have it super rough nowadays, and I think, yeah, you kind of deserve it, but I get it. You got those little balls that are just always in between your legs. Yeah, you probably need space. You probably need to air it out. If I had the option, yeah, I would sprawl my body out as wide as possible and just hang free, get air in between my wings, and stretch it all out. But the fact that women are starting to pour acid on your little man bits, I feel like it's not right. I'm all about empowering women and bringing women up, but taking and putting acid on your little family jewels is just not nice. Who knows? You could have the genetic makeup of a, a child prophet, the next golden child. Who knows? Not if they uh, dump acid because you're trying to air them jewels out. But I mean, okay, hold on. I want to be real with you. Ladies, yeah, you with the, with the thick thighs, which are lovely by the way, don't tell me you've never had a bump on your lady bits that screams every time it touched the adjacent skin. You know, the kind that comes from excessive sweating or shaving with a used razor. Just think about it. That's probably how a man feels every day. So men, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we are being bitches because you've been dicks. Cool. I hope you had a, a good listen today. Uh, I would love your feedback. You can uh, message me on Facebook or uh, I think you can message me on Instagram too. Yeah, whatever. You know what? Just hit me up on one of those social medias. You'll be able to find me because it's the Bad Bomb Show. Uh, well, until next time. Stay tuned for episode 6, where I'll be interviewing Julia Childs and discussing the afterlife. You better believe it. Every time I need coffee, puff, and there it is. <laughs>